Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold! Coming to the ring from parts unknown at a combined weight of 853 pounds, Pickleloaf and Dr. Zong! Silver and Gold is back. I am the loaf back from the dead. Zom back from his two-week hiatus. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, the dead. Yeah, Zom, how are you, sir? Uh, it's very good. Very good uh, day. Uh, I don't know. I'm okay. I made an egg sandwich. Dude, fart sandwich. I've been eating like lots and lots of raw cabbage and broccoli too. So <laughs> uh, we got a little, uh, uh, we'll just say British creeps double feature this week. Um, Creepy tie, British. Tie it back to CDR a little bit that way too. Uh, what do we do again? Oh, Blue Blood from 1973. Is that and Blue Blood. Blue Blood and Carnage or Corruption from 1968. Got some Kush, Kush, and some uh, Ollie. Ollie Kush, cushion for the pushin, and Ollie for the uh, for the Ollie. Ollie for the <laughs> what? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <sighs> Zom, how have you been? I haven't talked to you in a long time. Well, we uh, we did some stuff. Uh, went out and running around. Uh, Went to Columbus yeah. and visited with McLarge Huge and Nurse Cinderella P. P.U. Um, yes, we went to uh, a Columbus Blue Jackets game where they played the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, first of all, number one, um, uh, America's best uh, hotel motel thing. I mean, I looked it up on the internet, and it's, I said three to five stars, because, you know, five stars is the best. And I said, okay, three to five stars, close to this place, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, and then it had the reviews, and the reviews said, oh, da, 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 you know, it's nice, comfortable. But uh, there was a, it was a non-smoking room. There was a cigarette hole in one of the chairs. It had a, like an apartment-sized <laughs> refrigerator, and the handle was like half broken off, so there was like a jagged edge. <laughs> it looked like somebody had put a dog in the bathroom and closed the door, and the dog had clawed the uh, mold, or the uh, wood around the door, the trim. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. But, I mean, other than that, and I made a reservation and reserved it early because I thought, well, you know, it would probably be cheaper. And when I pulled up, they had almost like a drive-through where you could check in, like a bank. And they put the thing out, and they make you sign <laughs> the thing and everything. And when I got to the room, I thought, well, shit. I thought, I swear to God, I thought she said, okay, that'll be twenty-nine dollars. 
And when I got to the room, I thought, I better call over there because I forgot to tell them I had a reservation and I don't want to get charged twice. And so I called her and she goes, oh, yeah, I saw that. So we'll just switch it over to your reservation. And my reservation was $55. <laughs> now, isn't that something, people? Isn't that something, huh? Is that something? <laughs> but we had a good time. We ate a lot of really good food. We ate Mediterranean food. I had nice. some good hummus. And, uh, uh, Are you a hummus fan? I Well, I had... My sister got me to try hummus one time, and it was like so, it was like nothing. It was like yeah. just so bland that there was no flavor. This actually had some flavor. Uh, we ate, we ate uh, at this place uh, and um, watched uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes, and I can't remember what the hell we talked about that that fucking meal because we were eating a lot. Um, we. Um, Ate at this uh, Japanese uh, restaurant that had like the hibachi and sushi, and man, that was fucking good. I would drive back to Columbus <laughs> just to eat at that place again. Um, and we had a we had a fucking good time. We went and saw a movie, which I'll talk about in my "What Have You Been Watching?" Nice. And uh, the hockey game was good. Uh, we were in the first row of the second level. So while when we were walking to our seats um, with the wall like right up against us and. It felt like you were on Mount Everest and hanging over the edge of a skyscraper. I swear to God, Jake and I were just like, fuck. We, when we wanted to cheer, we were like leery about standing up to cheer because there was probably a two-foot, well, I don't even know. It might have been two-and-a-half-foot concrete uh, little wall in front of us that went up to our shins and then a glass thing that was probably another, I don't know, two feet tall. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> I mean, it was like, fuck. Yeah, that feeling of when you're in the upper deck of or upper sections of anywhere. Yeah. Uh, you always feel like you're going to fall forward. But once, even though once it fills in, well, it still was, wasn't great because even after it filled in, because, um, you know, we would, you know, the, 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 it was funny because first period, Blue Jackets dominated. Toronto couldn't do anything, and it was one nothing Blue Jackets. Second period, Toronto came right out and scored, and then it was the most boring period of hockey I've ever seen in my life the whole <laughs> rest of the time. And I was like, fuck, I hope the rest of the game isn't going to be like this. And the third period, they fucking just turned it on, and the J Blue Jackets, they scored like fucking two goals uh, in the last few minutes of the game. They scored, nice. uh, it ended up being like five to two i think oh wow so but i mean that they, they scored uh like four goals i think in the third period and two in the last like probably two minutes which was funny that <laughs> was kind of pretty funny so anyway it was a good time nice to see those guys again Meesh. um let's see since i've last talked to you well i went to go see nine inch nails and godspeed you black emperor for my or for our birthdays it was my birthday and my wife's birthday a couple what? weeks ago are you guys like simpatico too yeah her birthday's two days after oh. mine now, I mean, she's two years younger than me but it's i mean our birthdays are two days apart so we usually just well she she's a huge fan of halloween so we just kind of like make all of october like mm -hmm. halloween birthday month I don't. I'm not real big on birthdays, but so she, you know, the, it was really. Whenever we do birthday stuff, it's really just for for her sake more than mine. But was there ever um, a time when you were dating that she was underage and you could have went to jail? <laughs> no, we. Uh, I, I didn't meet her until I was thirty, I guess. So. Uh, and she yeah. was like what sixteen, twenty eight. Yeah. Oh well, twenty eight. Whatever. Don't so. <laughs> no, go work um, with me here. You know. 
The uh, I tried. Sorry. Um, the, <laughs> it's not even close. Yeah. Um, but uh, wow, wacky. The uh, but you know besides that, I, I was I was sick, which is why we didn't have the show last you week. You were really was, sick. Oh man, it was bad. My I, I probably still sound a little weird. I'm I still feel like my ears feel congested and stuff. It was just it was the actually the day of Game Six of the World Series and um, that I started watching that night and I was just, I, I'd taken Nyquil already and uh, the Red Sox did win the World Series. They did. I yeah, and. And I, but I was just like half awake and just like, uh, you know, it's, it had that, I had that feeling like my throat was on fire and somebody had punched me in the face. <laughs> it was bad. Um, but, uh, I recovered and uh, I mean, I didn't watch like anything that week. Well, after that, which is why we couldn't end up doing the show. Cause I was just in bed for three days straight, but, uh, I recovered kind of just still sound weird, but. But we got the movies in for now. But uh, thank you for to um, uh, Joe and Keith and Jake for filling in for us last week. It was a huge, huge help. They had recorded that a couple weeks ago, um, and uh, we we weren't sure when we were going to use it. But uh, I used it a lot sooner than expected. So we used it. it. Yeah, yeah. That was a huge help of them filling in. So thanks, guys, for that. And um, besides that. I don't. That's, that's that's about it. So I guess we can get into what we've been watching. Yay! Um, It'll probably be a long list for you. So well, maybe, it's not. Maybe hit the highlights. Yeah, it's not super. <laughs> it's really not as long as what you would think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, let's see here. It's twenty-five instead of fifty, right? No, uh, I started out with. Uh, I can't remember if I said this one last time or not, but I'll say it again. It was uh, doomed to die which is a Detective Wong movie with Boris Karloff as the titular, uh, well, not titular, because then that would mean his name was doomed to die. Uh, <laughs> but he was Detective Wong. He played in several of these. Um, and some people uh, don't that are Asian don't like this because he is a Caucasian playing. He, he really did not play it up like, uh, you know, with big giant Coke bottle glasses and, you know, horrible stereotypes or the yellow peril or anything, but I, I still enjoy him. It's just kind of a, a pulp detective story. Uh, next thing I watched was drug war. And this was a Johnny toe movie, which was, I also watched this. Did you? I fucking thought it was really good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Ha ha. Anyway. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and now I will say this, uh, even though someone impersonates Mr. Ha ha, he still was not as dynamic as the actual Mr. Ha ha. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I thought it was really good. Jake, I think I had posted something about it before one time and Jake's uh, recommended to watch it. Uh, it is on iTunes. Uh, you can pay for it if you want to do the legal thing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> not legal. <laughs> yeah, legal. Uh, uh, I thought it was, I did through that. And, and uh, uh, I will say that uh, now I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to give anything away. Uh, yes, watch it. Yeah, I, I watch also it. I also watched it and it, the the last fucking like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, haha. Um, I watched The Horseman, which is a uh, a revenge uh, movie, a uh, very brutal revenge movie. Guy, uh, uh, his daughter ends up dead, and he finds out she had been making pornography. 
pornography, and uh, so he hunts down the uh, the pornographers and does like really horrible things to them. Uh, it was all right. It was pretty good. Uh, I watched Essential Killing, and this is a uh, Vincent Gallo. Uh, he's the star of it. Uh, this kind of reminded me of like uh, um, Hell in the Pacific uh, with Lee Marvin where they don't really say very much throughout the whole movie. And there's not a lot of dialogue, hardly at all, except you know maybe kind of at the beginning. Uh, he's like a Taliban fighter, and he gets captured, and they're taking him to a black uh, site to interrogate him, torture him, and shit like that in Poland, and the truck runs off the road, and so then he's out of his element. It's like snow-covered ground, but he's out in the wilderness trying to stay free and survive. Uh, it's actually pretty good, and Vincent Gallo's kind of a douche, so, I mean, you know, it, 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 was, uh, it, was, it was all right. Um, next thing I watched, and I can't remember what the American name of it is, so just bear with me. It's uh, Notre Jour Viendra. And this is a Vincent Casal movie that uh, I think Will <laughs> and Sammy may have reviewed or at least talked about. Uh, I know, uh, huh? I don't know Who what this guy is. Yeah. That one guy. Uh, I know Scott Clickers, and I think maybe Will too saw this at TIFF uh, quite a while ago. It's almost like a um, oh, Solomon Kane like movie where it was at TIFF, like probably three or four years ago, and it's just making its way to the States. Uh, pretty good movie. I mean, it's actually really good, and it's it's odd. Uh, they are two gingers, well, you know, like red-haired guys, mm-hmm. and uh, Vincent Casal is uh, kind of the mentor, and the other guys, it, it has some wild shit in it. I will say that. Check it out. <laughs> That's on iTunes, too, for rent. If you want to do that, uh, <laughs> anyway, the next thing I watched was with uh, Jake McClarge Huge and Nurse Cinderella Poo, which is the counselor, uh, directed by Ridley Scott. Uh, written the screenplay was written by Cormac McCarthy, and I don't know what the fuck he was trying, who he was trying to impress, but his dialogue <laughs> was so absurd and uh, annoying that it just totally took... I was sitting there in the theater thinking, God, I wonder what these guys think. And we all pretty much, when we got out of there, Yuri was like, that fucking sucked. And I was like, yeah, did anybody else think it sucked? I was like, yeah, I thought it sucked, you know. Uh, It was... It wasn't the acting, it was that dialogue. It was like, what the fuck? Hmm. So I can't recommend that at all. (laughs) And, and, And... I know you know some people say, well, you know, maybe a second watch or whatever. I mean, maybe down the road, but I have no uh, uh, real great thing about fucking watching that one again. Uh, and it was uh, this is very disappointing when you like like you know Brad Pitt, Javier Bardem, uh, Fassbender, and all these people in it, and then it turns out to be a turd. Wow. Uh, I watched uh, the Three Musketeers. Now this is like the nineteen, I think, seventy three version. Uh, with Michael York, Oliver Reed, uh, Richard Chamberlain, Charlton Heston plays Cardinal de Richelieu. Raquel coming like Ollie Cast. Yeah, man. Ollie Cast. Uh, it's uh, uh, let's see, uh, Ra- uh, Raquel Welch is in it, and Faye Dunaway. And I will say this: Raquel Welch is so fucking good looking. It just makes you go, goddamn. This movie <laughs> is so fucking entertaining, and and so much fun that I I had to get the next one, which is the Four Musketeers. Uh, now, the story behind these two movies is this, and it, it created a great uproar, and actually some legislation or something was passed. Um, 
they were making a one uh they were making one four hour movie. So the actors were getting paid for one four hour movie. Then they decided let's split this in two and we'll make it two movies and we'll release them like a year apart. And so the the um the studio made a ship boat double the money and the actors got paid for one fucking movie. So I guess uh, uh, Screen Actors Guild and everything said, no, you're not fucking doing that shit. Uh, never again. If, it's, if it ends up being two movies, you have to pay those people for two fucking movies. Um, but it was the second one was really good. And the second one, although it was as fun, it had some dark shit in it. I mean, some shit that I did not expect. I was like, fuck, fuck. Um, around Halloween, I watched The Fog on this, the channel, this, uh, with Adrian Barbeau and uh, Tom Adkins and Jamie Lee Curtis. That one's a good movie. I mean, I'm not a horror fan. Everybody yeah. knows that, but I enjoyed that one. Um, Stevie Wayne. Uh, let's see. Next thing I watched was Beginners with Ewan McGregor. And, uh, man... I'm telling you what, I was watching this fucking movie, and there were several times where it really fucking choked my goddamn ass up. <laughs> uh, uh, Ewan McGregor was just excellent in it, uh, the whole thing with the dog and everything. Uh, good fucking movie. I bought it, so I own that fucker now. Yeah. Uh, watched An Unreasonable Man. This is the documentary about Ralph Nader, which is fucking really fucking awesome. Uh, and uh, it's a really good documentary so anyway if you're into uh politics and shit like that check it out uh manufacturing consent which is another political documentary uh basically about uh it's uh noam chomsky and he is he talks about uh media manipulation uh propaganda and all that kind of shit and how the uh elites throughout time have said you know the basic schlub uh citizen Citizens are too stupid to know what's good for them, so they keep you passive by watching sports and other stuff like that, and, or whatever, any kind of distraction. Right. So, and then they they do what they want to do because they know what's best because they're like gods or whatever. Anyway, but it's really good. It's interesting. I watched Shaft, and this is not uh, Richard. Well, Richard Roundtree was in this one, but this is the new one with uh, Samuel Jackson and Christian Bale and his many rows of teeth. I saw uh, it in the theater. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, eh, I, 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 it was just kind of like <laughs> a, you know, not a great movie. It's not a horrible, but, you know, it's nothing compared to the original Shaft. Uh, I watched Gonzo, which is a documentary about Hunter S. Thompson. Really good. I've seen that one before. I watched Apt Pupil, which I bought and I own. Um, and um, Brad Renfro was really good in it. And Magneto was really good. Old Magneto was really good in it. Um, uh, watched The Great Escape. I actually bought a uh, Blu-ray with surround uh, sound, so I was throwing in some Blu-rays. I, I watched uh, uh, Universal Soldier. Uh, what was it? Was it Red? What's this, the one with uh, Arlovsky? Oh well, he's in both of them. Is it the? Are you talking about the one that's kind of nori? Re regeneration. About the one regeneration. Okay. Yeah, I put that in and and uh, cranked up my surround sound, and it sounded like it was fucking uh, Beirut, Lebanon, in my house. Uh, so it's <laughs> it's really cool when you watch a movie like that with that. I watched The Great Escape Blu-ray on uh, with the surround sound. Um, I watched Milano Calibro Nine or. 
caliber nine. Uh, this movie is so fucking awesome. I yeah. watch it over and over and over, and I did. <sighs> uh, fucking Barbara Boucher, man. You know she's so fucking smoking hot. But then there at the en- at the end at the at the finale, uh, she gets this look and she has these great big veins that come out in her forehead and man does she look like <laughs> a fucking witch and i know that was not fake that she is weird and um i was reading in shock cinema uh, magazine a um, an interview with her that they did uh, here over the you know probably the past few months uh and uh there was some sh- weird shit going on there uh her dad like she ran away from home and her dad came and got her and beat her and all this and that. And then later on, I think the dad and the mom split up and the mom told her that she, what actually had happened was she kicked the, her dad out of the house because her dad was in love with her. So it was like, I, f- I feel like I've read this before. Yeah. yeah maybe, uh, fucking weird. Huh? Um, I watched, uh, on the, uh, Blu-ray with surround sound, uh, out for justice with, uh, St- Stefan Segal. Uh, this movie's so good. Yo, fuck nuts. Uh, I forgot about that part, and I watched the whole fucking movie and wasn't even expecting it, and I thought it was over, and all of a sudden he goes, Yo, fuck nuts. I was like, Yo, fuck nuts. And when he's walking around with that goddamn green, the, the beret on and shit, uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, fat mustache bad guy. Forrester? It's not... Frederick, it's not, no. can't remember what his name is. But he was in, like, Raising Arizona with John Goodman and everything. Hey, we use a code name. He was the bad guy. And he was awesome. Uh, oh, William Forsythe? Yes, William Forsythe. Yeah. Uh, he was sad in that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a mustache. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know my fucking dealer. I watched Crazy Joe with Peter <laughs> Boyle and Rip Torn, which is a uh, pretty good uh, uh, it's Italian-made uh crime movie that's based on the life of J- crazy joe gallo it follows it kind of loosely uh there's some shit in there that's not true and they don't use the real names like they did in the Velocci papers they use joe gallo but i mean face fucking dead whatever um i watched uh dirty wars uh which was a documentary on netflix uh that jeremy scahill did fucking very good and very it, it will make a vomit uh, <laughs> i watched uh the paperboy uh, the sleaze, the sleaze uh, champion of whenever the hell. Sleazy pulpy. Fuck, I was sleazy, and uh, <laughs> uh, I was re- it. Hot? Was it hot when she pissed on him? No, it was not. Uh, <laughs> not even a little bit. Um, but I <laughs> might have been a little bit. I remember when people were saying, you know, about McConaughey getting tied up in the room and everything, and then later on, his assistant, when he confronted his brother, and changed. You know his voice and everything, and he said, um, he said uh, that at one time when he was really drunk, he let Matthew McConaughey suck his dick, and and he got a taste for it. So it was kind of like, okay, Matthew McConaughey was homosexual, but then apparently he had the black snake moan. I guess I don't know what you want to say if that's what they were trying to say or what, but. Uh, because he was from the South and everything, he uh, he just said it like that, and then he said, and he and uh, he hated himself for it. So I think, and then at the beginning, when someone saw this, was talking about him and the scars on his face, they said, "Stay away from the rough ones." 
So I think that he was kind of into like an S and M thing where he liked being beaten. Yeah. Uh, because he uh, was like self-loathing kind of a thing, but he also liked to get fucked by black dudes or whatever. You know, hey, he should have just you know I don't know what the fuck's wrong with him. Uh, anyways, weird movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's still good. And I watched uh, uh, the uh, last night the Tenant with Roman Polanski and. Mm-hmm. Um, it, oh, did you get to Repulsion? No, I didn't get a chance to no. watch it yet, so I'm saving that one. But The Tenant was really fucking good. It, I sort of knew what to expect, but I thought the whole movie was going to be what I what I thought it was going to be, and that part doesn't really kind of – it just kind of builds. But Polanski's fucking – he was really good. I mean, you know, as an actor and everything, and I and there were, se- there were several times in it where I was really chuckling and everything, but it got pretty weird. He does weird good, but that's all I have. And I watched, um, I've been watching, I watched the Rock and Roll Express uh, shoot interview, which it was kind of see Ricky and Robert when they're, and this was way after they retired. And I probably, when I first saw this, I probably thought they looked old on the tape. But now seeing them when they're really old, they looked actually pretty good. Robert was still kind of had, you know, a big drum around his midsection. And I, last night, I was watching the, the um, saga of the Jerry Lawler, Tommy Rich Austin Idol feud, and that whole fucking DVD is fucking awesome because they just start from the very beginning setting up the feud and they go all the way through with. Is all that the is that the one you bought from? I think High Spots, yeah. Rich. Oh no no no! no, what, no, did no, you, no. I got it from okay. High Spots, but it, it's fucking it's really good. I can't remember if you have it or not. Somehow I don't. I don't. Okay, I got I got a uh, a. Um, a lucha set from uh death valley driver forums they do these awesome compilations but this is all 80s lucha stuff like conan and vampiro well this is before them oh this is like well i don't it it might there's it's fucking like 10 discs they weren't until like the late 80s early 90s yeah but the um this is uh there's a lot of a lot of the first match. I mean, the, I've only watched the first disc, and it's all early '80s, but it has a lot of the Japanese guys and stuff. And it's um, it's it's some good shit, man. It's pretty if cool. If you start watching Lucha Libre and you and you watch a bunch of it, it's easy. It's it becomes you know you get into it. But like if you're watching like Jack Briscoe and uh, somebody wrestle, and then you watch Lucha Libre, you're like, this doesn't even fucking make any sense. <laughs> you know, they're just kind of going doing shit. Well, it was weird because the the matches the way the matches end is it flows differently because we're used to big move yeah and then three count everybody cheers and the while the bells ringing yeah and this one the referee would count and like nothing would happen well, and you, then the, and then the ref would raise somebody's hand and then the crowd would cheer if it's like a six man match you have to pin all three guys have to pin all three guys at the same time yeah or or it's yeah and then and it's like the the way tag teams work. You don't have to actually tag if like your partner's out of the ring. Yeah, it's another it's person like comes in. The rules. Are, it never fucking stops. It's yeah. just it's, it's just nonstop. Yeah. So anyway, the um, stuff I've watched. Let's see. Burp, burp, burp. Um, burp. I watched. <clears throat> I'm there, these aren't going to be in order. My my. I usually use miso, but miso's fucked up today, so I can't. I, I don't know what order I watch these. So I was just trying to remember the movies I've watched recently. So. Um, I watched a movie called Doom from 2004, not 
the rock movie based on the video game, but D-H-O-O-M, which means blast in Hindi. It's a, a Bollywood movie that's kind of a, a ripoff of Fast and the Furious, I guess, except it's motorcycles. Um, it has Amitabh Bakchan's son in it as the main guy, Abhishek Bakchan. Uh, it's, I mean, it's only two hours long, which sounds ridiculously long, but that's a lot shorter than a lot of Bollywood movies about 30 by about 30 minutes. Um, there's some pretty fucking nuts stunts in it. Uh, like a boat jumping in front of a truck that I posted a clip of on the group today. Um, and there's but, no water uh, around. Well, it's, it's <laughs> the, the road is going, it's like there's water on both sides. And so the boat hits a ramp and jumps in front of the truck while a guy is shooting out of the boat into the, into the windshield of the truck. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It was, but I mean, obviously that didn't happen, but the boat jumping in front of the truck looked legit, which was pretty crazy looking. But, um, it's uh I've heard the second one is uh even better. I like this one. This one was pretty fun. Um some of the musical acts weren't great, but some of them were kind of catchy and then but Doom 2 I hear is pretty awesome and then they're making a Doom 3 which has uh has a really good uh um what is his name? Amir Khan is going to be the main I think bad guy, maybe bad guy in it and I like him a lot, so Is he going to be look. played by Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> yeah, wait. No, Amir what? Khan is the <laughs> well, whatever. Um yeah. Whatever. Uh, so yeah. Doom was fun. Um, let's see. I watched. Uh, I was still working on <clears throat> uh, horror stuff that I'd never seen. I decided, I watched my first Coffin Joe movie. Yeah. I watched the first Coffin Joe movie at midnight. I'll take your soul from '64, and I didn't. I, I didn't know really. I knew what he looked like, and that was it. But man, fucking Coffin Joe was a piece of shit. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Honest to God, if you really want to appreciate and that's one of the only reasons i started to watch it was listen to projection booth podcasts episode okay. about coffin joe they talk about all the movies plus they they talk about the 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 guy that wrote it directed or who is coffin joe Jose and like the whole history and everything and it's really interesting that he i mean, he's, he, I, I liked the movie a lot and that character he was a, was a he's an asshole man he just did not yeah. give a fucking shit about anything. No, no. So I'll, I'll be watching baby. more of this. But the, I'll be watching. Yeah, he want, He definitely wanted a son. Yeah. I got the new one, which uh, is on Blu-ray, and it's uh, it's Coffin Joe because he gets out of prison after so many years or whatever, mm -hmm. and it's not the same guy. They got a guy that looks like him to play uh, the okay. part. It's so fucking violent. <laughs> and it, I, I was, I mean, I was just like, man, this well, is, this was, this was, this was apparently Brazil's first horror movie, yeah. 1964. And this fucking thing was violent, man. I mean, he's fucking like choking people, slapping the woman he around. That, like, and, fucking little crown of thorns. And he smashed it. In the, that guy was trying geez. to stand up to him and he just smashed him in the face with it. Yeah. That was some great shit, man. If you, <laughs> and, watch and, more they, of this. If you could be like Coffin Joe, you could fucking probably get it. I mean, you could do anything. Because yeah, it wasn't like little, he was like Andre the Giant. Little, yeah, he was a little dude, and he's a little town, and everybody, even the cops, were fucking afraid of him. So. He just fucking didn't give a shit. So I'm, I much to my wife and Zom's chagrin, I'm growing a beard right now. Yeah, and and uh, got to grow a beard and wear the uh, Ilsa She Wolf of the SS shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can work up a, a coffin Joe costume for some point. Oh, so the, see if, if I keep the beard. So those fingernails would <laughs> just be fucking. I mean, how the fuck could you function? How could you wipe yeah. your ass? That's why he was in such he, a bad mood all the time. I think they were. They might have been fake in this movie. But uh, apparently, they, he, they he, said he, that he fucking grew his fingernails like that. 
Well, it wasn't as his fingernail wasn't his definitely his thumbnail was long, but it definitely wasn't that long in the first movie. Yeah. So maybe he was working on. Well, I think when it became popular, he probably just started letting them grow. Yeah, that's so yeah. gross. Just the yeah. fingernails alone were gross. Poke yes, people's yeah. eyes out and shit. Um. That's so cool. there was. Uh. Let's see. Oh, I watched Chopping Mall. I finished it off this morning. Um. My brother and I rented this on VHS years and years ago. I hadn't seen it in a long time. Um. I really like movies where people get stuck in. <laughs> in malls a like a uh, dawn of the dead yeah chopping mall with the ro- these are security robots that go crazy yeah uh, they, and uh you think you would know okay uh, you know not to go to a place called a chopping mall well, yeah, i don't no, i don't know that it was called that oh, okay <laughs> um but it was i mean it's it's really campy but in a fun way and the uh i, I posted pictures of uh What's her face? Uh, Mary Warnov's in it for a little bit. She's from Rock and Roll High School, the the, the brutal woman that you can't decide if you like or not. Um, she was the principal in Rock and Roll High School. She's oh yeah, yeah, with, kind of, kind of, uh, yeah. She's sort of a transsexual looking. Yeah, yeah. And then Susie Slater, I posted pictures of her ass on Silver and Gold this morning. So uh, good movie. Was that the blonde it. that just when I asked you who she was, yep. you just said, "Yep, she's I looked." Just, I just, I don't know. Up. She just got big tits. Yeah, yeah, that was her. Um, and I, like I said, I watched Drug War. It was awesome. Um, oh, I, <laughs> I watched Bullet to the Head. Yeah, uh, I like this a lot. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought Stallone was pretty fucking good. Um, I like, I like him uh, being. He's not real animated in it. I like him being kind of just like he's almost downtrodden in a way, but like he's he's honey badger in this movie. Like fuck this, blah blah blah. And I love the fucking line when he said, "If you touch her, I'll fucking kill you with a rock." <laughs> he yells at a dude. I thought I like this movie a lot. I thought it was really good. Man, eh, no, you didn't like it. Well, but. I mean, you know, I didn't hate it. I just I I it was, I didn't you know I just I'll thought it was, it was very generic. It was a lot fucking better than uh, than. Sly's entry bullet to the butthole yes Uh, and and it's because Sylvester Stallone uh, say what you will about him doing the human growth hormone he still knows like he's not doing a bunch of shirtless shit all the time he's keeping his shirt on for the most part like and his fucking wig man that thing looked like (laughs) shit and the thing is you know I saw a picture of him where they were putting that fucking black wig on him he has fucking hair. I mean, he has like. <laughs> I guess he just didn't want to dye his hair because it's it's very gray. And yeah, and they they had pictures on the internet where they were putting this fucking. It looked fucking stupid. He, I think he should have just gone with gray hair in this movie. Yeah. It, it would have worked. Um, but uh, I thought everybody was good. Um, I mean, everybody's. I've heard some people talk about Sun Kang. He was whatever. I mean, but uh, his daughter. Or who who plays his daughter in the movie Sarah Shahi? Oh she's my god, she's hot! Good. Yeah, and then Jason Momoa is fucking. I like he him. He was a lot. very good. I like him in everything I've seen him in. So um, that chick was made a me former watch... Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, by the way. Was she? Even oh. though they suck ass, so I don't even know why I said that because they're horrible. No, they're <laughs> in first place, but they're horrible. <laughs> and uh, uh, Ada BC was in it, and uh, he's yeah. always good. Uh, but yeah, seeing Jason Momoa again, he makes me want to go back and rewatch Conan. So. He he has um, a future. Yeah, he's good. I don't know what um, doing what, but you know, <laughs> well, be, being being uh, oversized dudes and henchmen yeah. in movies. So. Um, I watched a couple sly movies after that. I watched Over the Top, um, and 
the gentlemen I'll say were very generous in their scoring and remembering <laughs> this movie. Uh, <laughs> if I remember correctly, I thought it was really fucking stupid as shit. I, but then uh, again, I, then it's one of those ones that you know, if you like, the, if you can, if you can laugh at that shit, then you'll maybe love it. But I, just, I can, and I had nostalgia going for this movie because I liked it when I was a kid. But man, I did not really get into it this time. I don't ever remember liking that one. Uh, well, I mean. It, when it came out, I was like 12. Yeah. So yeah. it would have been a good age. So, eh, but eh, oh, well. not so much this time. Um, but I did, I, I watched Lock Up for the first time. I'd never seen it. And I like this one a lot. Just think uh, of, uh, is, one of the highlights of that one for me was Sonny Lambdom as the big uh, Indian guy that always picks on Stallone in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a bastard, especially in that football game. God, fuck that guy. I was, yeah, I was, what I was a jerk. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and John Amos with a pretty crappy role. But, uh, Donald Sutherland was, I don't know. He's, he was kind of out of place in this. I don't know if he just needed some money or something, but he <laughs> seemed like he, you know, seemed like it could have been, uh, I kind of wanted, it's, there's one guy that dies in that, and I wanted him to die with the uh, whole car thing and everything. Because he was just a douche. Oh yeah, he was annoying. Yeah, what he was, was an annoying name? douche. I don't remember. I, I won't. I won't spoil it, so I won't say who it is. But it was yeah. Sly. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert: Sly dies. <laughs> Sonny uh, Lamb lo- should have raped him. Lockup was pretty cool. I'm yeah, glad I watched well, that, uh, that one was that was a good one. Um, let's see. Coop recommend, recommended a couple horror movies for me. For me, I got to one of them: uh, The Church or La Chiesa. Uh, this is a an Italian movie. Directed by Michelle Soavi. Never heard of him, but I know Argento had something to do with this. Um, this is a. This kind of reminded me of the movie Demons, which is everybody stuck in the movie theater when the demons are kind of going out of control, but uh, the demonism is contagious. And it's kind of the same thing, except everybody's uh, in a church in this, like, a, a cathedral. <laughs> Um, it was pretty good. Pretty good. I, I'm into the I'm into the uh, odd satanic themed movies now, and this yeah. one gets pretty crazy and gory. So this one was fun. Um, uh, one that was not fun at all. I watched Things from 1989. Hmm. This is a direct to video horror movie, and this this thing's a piece of shit, man. <laughs> God. It's it's one of those ones like maybe with a group of people like where everybody can do like the mystery science theater thing while you're watching it. Yeah. But fuck, this thing makes no sense at all. Like I don't know these guys didn't know what the fuck they were doing, and sometimes that's fun. But god damn, this was not good. Yeah. It's probably I mean it's good for, it's good if you want to watch like ineptitude at its worst. Yeah. Or at its best. But the thing is, was like some of those like that. I think that's why. I don't appreciate them as much as because I'm usually watching them by myself. If you're watching them in a group <laughs> where you can just fucking bust nuts and everything, like a fuck nuts, yeah. uh, then. But when you're sitting there by yourself, you're like, man, this sucks. Yeah, this this well, this one was just not. It didn't make any sense, which was weird, which was bad about it. Um, there's some funny stuff in it, but you know, if you can watch clips of this, just do that because sitting through this for an hour and a half was fucking brutal. Um. I watched another, and this one was while I was sick, so I probably would have enjoyed this more. I'd never seen this particular one, a Bollywood horror movie. It was okay, uh, Band Darwaza. It's a uh, vampire, a, a Bollywood vampire movie. Hmm. Um, we need to do a right. Bollywood movie. You like Bollywood yeah. movies? We need to do. do yeah, we can maybe. I don't, we'll have to decide if we want to do uh, a, a 
sleazy one or like a like a well never they're never really all that sleazy but we'll decide if we want to do one that's under like five hours long well yeah yeah well we'll decide if we want to do like a legit like famous bollywood movie like cholet or something like low budget and genre like uh gundo which i've been pushing for years so but we'll we'll figure that out bandarwaza was uh, it was okay uh it, there's some f- funny stuff with the vampire, but the movie really crawls a few times. And I, again, like I said, I was sick while I was watching it, so it made it seem even longer. Um, after I did uh, Hamicus a couple weeks ago, when was that? Jesus, seems like feels like a long time ago. I don't think the episode's been released yet, but I watched. I wanted to watch another uh, Hammer movie, and uh, Bren recommended Twins of Evil. Uh, this is a 19th century set movie with two girls and one of them gets obsessed like with, with the vampire uh peter cushing's in it playing this puritan guy that's a witch hunter uh it's pretty good uh there's some there's some nice titties in it and uh and uh, it ends up i mean it ends up being overall a vampire movie but uh i, I enjoyed it it's pretty good um uh, let's see i watched uh there's a couple more things uh after Rosemary's Baby, Will recommended I see The Sentinel. I think he might like this one better. I, I, it was all right. Uh, this is Michael Winter directed it. It's from the late 70s. It has uh, Burgess Meredith playing this like kind of flamboyant guy, cat owner. <laughs> um, John Carradine's in it. Uh, Chris Sarandon. But uh, it's... Um, There's no X-Men in it? No X-Men in it. I don't, I don't. I don't remember what the... What the Remember the Sentinels? I don't remember what the Sentinel term was used. Uh, Sentinel is what? That's somebody that watches, right? So it must be referring to the the priest that lives upstairs. Um, kind of a it's kind of a neat story, but it kind of lost me a few times, and I didn't really dig it super much. But it was all right. Oh, so um, I wanted to say just out loud, thank you, Bill Maher, for fucking spoiling Gravity before I could see it uh, <laughs> on last week's uh, Real Time with Bill Maher. I was just listening to it on my iPad. Uh, uh, they had uh, oh shit, uh, Mike was it Michael deGrasse Tyson on there, who's an mm-hmm. astrophysicist, and of course he just blurts out one of the fucking major secrets of the movie or uh, whatever. And I was like, you fucking dumb fuck, I'm gonna turn Republican. <laughs> jerk. Oh, the last thing no, I got not, into, uh, no, I don't, I don't blame you. Yeah. The uh, I watched, uh, I, I started watching the Hannibal. TV series. I watched the first couple episodes. It was pretty fucking good it's got so some far. Weird fucking gross shit in it. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, the one though in the first episode, the one chick like splayed out on the on yeah. the deer horns and stuff. Yeah, I it's, wonder if I, that, did that get picked up for another season? Or I wonder. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they made it the whole thirteen. Yeah. I imagine they did. Um, I think it just ended recently. Yeah. The, the season. So, um, I'll I'll definitely be continuing with this. I, I've been looking for a new show to watch after Breaking Bad ended. So I'll probably be trying to catch up on this one. There's not too much. It's, like I said, there's only thirteen episodes so far. So, um, and what's his face is Will Graham. Uh, Hugh Dancy, I like him so far too. He's yeah. very, he's a mess. So, good stuff. <clears throat> and that's all I watched. Um, I think, like I said, my list is not quite available. So, but I, I think I remembered pretty good. All right, why don't we take a break and come back and eh, let's do chronological this week. We'll come back and review corruption or carnage, whatever you please. We'll be right back. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, perhaps you'd be interested in GleeCast. You watch your tone, young lady. Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best, or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You want to be me. Who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily. Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I? I just don't know anymore. I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. Going to ask you to smell your armpits. (laughs) The right or the left? That's the smell of failure. Failure smells like dove. Mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent. Kind of makes me think of candy canes. Your resentment is delicious. Visit gleecast.podomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store. That's gleecast with a K, part of the palaver.com family. That's P-A-L-A-V-R.com. Boy, the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards. We're working on that. Nothing is written in the book Reality is made by you And every lie that you pursue Eventually turns true And I was told that your eyes would shine And light up into space and infinity would then come soon This ordinary place I think uh, Heaven's Trash managed to find the quietest swan song ever Let me, I'm going to fast forward, I'm going to hear the I don't remember this song Let's see if it gets any louder No Wow all right, first crimson. Our first film, Hello. Carnage, nineteen sixty-eight. A doctor goes to extreme lengths, even murder, to restore the badly burned face of his fiancée. Uh, this has the Kush, Kush and some other people: Sue Lloyd and Noel Traverton. Traverton. <laughs> Yeah, and a guy named Billy Murray, who's not our Billy Murray. That would have been cool if he was. Yeah, he would have been like 12. Yeah. Um, so, Zom, what did you think of old corruption here? Kush. Well, Carnage. I'll tell you what. I didn't know what to expect because we didn't record, and so I didn't fucking watch him. And I just figured, oh, God, you know, <laughs> I kept putting it off and putting it off. And then when I saw it was the Kush, I was in because I liked Kush, you know, so I started watching it, and um, first of all, it wasn't real long. No, and now apparently, I will say this: the 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 one we watched is about eighty two minutes. Apparently, upon doing some reading, there's a slightly longer version that has a more graphic scene of uh, murdering a prostitute in it. So yeah, well, yeah, because it seemed like that kind of happened. Yeah, I could see where they they, they cut to that because yeah. he goes looking, and then the next thing you know, it's just kind of done. Uh, okay, people, this movie, as I knew it, as Corruption, which is the original title, but it is, was known as Canage or 
Ganache. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now, I will say this. Peter Cushing, uh, I have said this no matter, it seems like no matter how old he is, he still looks like a skinny skeleton head. <laughs> yeah. He has the most drawn-in cheeks, and, uh, you know, he's got the big nose. Around. He does have some piercing blue eyes and a nice quaff of hair. But, okay, so, this dude, his name is Sir John Rowan, and he is a doctor. And he ha- he's a doctor of some renown. I mean, he's done some surgeries and stuff like that where people are like, holy shit, man, that's pretty good. We should write that down in the book. So, anyway... <laughs> uh, He's got this uh, lady friend. Uh, I guess her name was Lynn Nolan, and uh, played by Lloyd. And they pretty much introduce them. They go. They go to a party, and Kush doesn't really want to go because he's he's kind of tired. He's he's been like operating all day. Like he did a five hour operation, and then um, I think he had to get up and operate in the morning. And she's like, "Oh, come on! You promised you'd go to this party with me. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go!" Not thinking, you know, okay, you might want to let this fucker sleep, considering he has to operate on people tomorrow. But obviously, the only thing that's important to you, you stupid bitch, is going to a fucking party <laughs> where you fucking dump him and go off with other people. She, she's she. To put it lightly, she is a bit selfish in this movie. Well, let's let's just put it this way: when I was watching the scene where they were at the party, I had went with a girlfriend and I'm not talking about somebody that I just went with to go to a party like somebody I was actually dating and had them do that to me where they just fucking kind of leave you and they go off and do their thing and then if you say something that's like uh, well you know you're just a mingle you know you're just antisocial blah, blah, blah. I'm like no I'm sitting there watching you fucking with some dude hanging all over you go fuck yourself which is kind of like what Kush goes through here so I'm kind of like Kush except my face is more full very a lot more full it's full. <laughs> anyway, so uh, he goes to this party, and it's it's uh, kind of a swinging, I guess, early – is it early 70s? Well, late, late 60s, 60s yeah, yeah. you know, and, and all the fashion and everything, and everybody's, you know, kind of mod, and, and they're playing this music, and everybody's doing, oh, yeah, woo, and all this bullshit. Okay, and you have some big old glasses, you know, and uh, she is a model, so she has this dude um, that kind of – I guess he is her – her own uh or he has photographed her and and or he is her personal photographer and they're kind of known she's known for the shots that he takes and everything so anyway and this guy has they have either been involved before or it's definitely a hundred percent that he wants it to be more and she's kind of just i mean for christ's sakes i mean she she leaves her boyfriend and goes running around with him so he's probably he has a certain amount of disdain for the cush because he wants to get the cush's woman's puss and the cush is in the way <laughs> so uh um, and he's got a fucking terrible wig oh yeah oh yeah it's it was, a, it's as round as a fucking space balls helmet <laughs> a lot of the shit in this movie like the fashion and everything and the and the hair and stuff like that could be seen in the in an episode of the tv show the monkeys you know like Here we come. <laughs> that kind of that kind of look um so anyway, she's over there, and of course this guy's like, hey, baby. He reminded me of Austin Powers. Hey, yeah. baby, let's take some pictures. Yeah, baby. Make it sexy, baby. Yeah, yeah. And so everybody's like watching, and Kush is like, man, this is fucking bullshit. You know, you got my fucking <laughs> woman over there. And he's like, come on, baby, make it sexy. Yeah. And so Kush gets fucking pissed. 
And so this guy's like, get the fuck out of here, you cuckold fucking puss, push. And so they get like a little shove-in match. And then it kind of degenerates into a little little uh, scuffle. Well, this was kind of... I don't know about how lights were back in the day, and I don't know how those big... They were like the, the big lights that uh, a photographer would use uh, back yeah. then. The big metal, uh, like a half bowl thing around them. And um, I don't know. When I first saw it, I thought, it, you know, of course, something has to happen to move the plot along in the direction it's going. But I just was wondering if that could cause that much damage and everything. It looked like somebody fucking like lit her face on fire on the. Well, I think the I think the light actually burst. Like it was like a halogen light or something, because it looked like the bulb broke yeah. and it it actually had oh, a little fire thought, in it. Oh, okay. Well, I thought maybe you know the glass and everything and and, and like some it just the bulb was hot and I was like, wait, wait a minute, which bulbs do get fucking hot? And it did fall on her and it was I guess kind of heavy. So anyway, she gets kind of dis- or gets disfigured like uh, from her. Uh, one eye on the one side down to like her chin, the whole one side of her yeah. cheek and everything there. And so she's kind of like uh, popping some pills and thinking about killing herself and shit because her life is her beauty. And she's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyways, she's feeling sorry for herself and shit. And uh, so Kush is like, you know, come on, bitch. You know, fuck, I, I don't love you just for your looks. I mean, obviously Kush loved her. And whatever was infatuated, he loved he loved her because I mean he would do anything. Well, let's uh, maybe he was infatuated <laughs> with her or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's it's. I wouldn't say he was obsessed with her. I think I think he uh, what, the way I looked at it, he's you know he's a little ghoulish himself, and he somehow inexplicably scored this like super hot piece of ass. Yeah, <laughs> so well, I, I think, think he's just willing to do anything to keep her around. I he's like, how the fuck did I get her? Is, is because she even said that, you know, uh, the the photographer was like, "Come away with me, baby," and she was like, "You know, looks or you know, my career will go away." But yeah, you know, I think she he was the great white whale because he was a famous doctor and he had money, yeah. so she wanted. And then you know, Kush, whatever, but uh, whatever. So anyway, um, he's but like he said to her, I don't know how many times he said, you know. I don't just like you for I don't love you for your looks, and she's like, "Oh, you gotta help me." So they he whisk her away to this uh, thing, and he becomes obsessed with uh, studying about like plastic surgery and shit. And he uh, starts looking into it, and like I said, he's he's a really renowned surgeon, uh, which they set up at the beginning, and so he starts kind of experimenting and stuff like that. And it was funny the part about the fucking guinea pig. <laughs> Because she's like laying in bed and she's got all these bandages all over her face and he walks in and he's got this cage and she goes, what's that? And he goes, I have a guinea pig. And he was experimenting on this guinea pig and apparently he gave it like a skin graft or whatever. And she goes, and he goes, see, you can't even tell. And it's like, no, this is a fucking guinea pig motherfucker, you know? So anyway, it would have been funny if it was like Saturday Night Live and they were doing a parody because after that, when we did surgery, she'd come out and have like a, like a fucking furry ball on the side of her face. Or something. <laughs> so anyway, he figures out a way to make her look pretty much pristine like she did before. But the whole fucking thing ends up being that it doesn't last. It's yeah. degenerating because he, and the and the and the process by which he has he restores her skin is to get a a certain hormone or something out of a human pituitary, yeah. pituitary gland, which are not always the easiest to come by. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Well, but see, he was getting them out of cadavers. 
Well, he got a, he got the first one out of a cadaver, yeah. but then he was like, "Well, this one didn't work so well. Maybe I need one from a yeah a live person that that, that would work." So he it, the whole the whole concept of the movie after that, you know, is that um, it's still it lasts longer, but then it starts to degenerate. So she's she's obsessed with wanting to you know look the way she and one of the side effects supposedly of this is that it makes the the person that's being operated on maybe go crazy a little bit crazy so you can see she starts you know you you've got to you've got to go get me you know you got to operate on me again which means he has to go do something horrible and that starts weighing on the kush's mind you know he's like fuck man this sucks this bitch is fucking nuts. <laughs> and I'm going to lose my puss. Yeah, I'm gonna lose, not only am I going to lose my puss, I'm going to become somebody's puss in prison. But they throw <laughs> in like a curveball. They throw a curveball in because they see this girl frolicking in a puddle on the beach. And does they're she like, look a little, she get, look a little special needs? Yeah, that's what I thought. It's <laughs> like, get out there and get that fucking puss and bring her up here and let's make me a new face again. And uh, <laughs> there, were some, uh, there were some odd characters that were introduced. And I don't want to say anything because it's toward the, the finale and I don't want to say, you know, what happens yeah. or whatever. But there one, was, of them, one of them looked like a burly John Lennon. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a, a handful of people that show up. That were each in, in each of them. One of them was dressed like Han Solo. Uh, <laughs> one of them, one of them was, one of them was a village person with a John Lennon face. Yeah, well, he yeah he had like a John Lennon face and he had like an evil Knievel or Elvis cape, like the white cape. Then one of them was like uh, a cross between Alice Karras as Mongo in Blazing Saddles and some just big fucking. That was the John Lennon guy. Oh, okay, but I mean, he was like a big fucking goof, man. He, had he looked like Sergeant Pepper's John Lennon. Tiny little glasses on, but he was just this huge brute. <laughs> and he was wearing, it looked like he was wearing a police out uniform. Yeah, he couldn't even speak. And uh, uh, he was like, Mongo, you know, like sheriff or whatever. Well, then the other, the other guy that was ahead of him was the guy with a cape, and he was awful. Uh, odd. The girl that was frolicking in the puddle, her husband slash boyfriend or whatever was the one. If you notice when you watch it, he was dressed just like Han Solo with the white shirt and the little black vest and everything. And I was nice. like, fuck, man, what's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? You had, you had some uh, – there was a couple scenes of this that I thought were pretty funny. Um well, you had a big fat chick there too, who was with them, and she was <laughs> obviously she she would get hungry and she wanted to go make some chow. Yeah, she needed a sandwich. Yeah, she she needed a sandwich. Um, <laughs> uh, um, there was a scene that was kind of like a slow speed chase because first of all, both, oh, that was so weird. <laughs> both women had high heels on and they're trying to run, and then they're running across this marshy kind of shit. So they're trying to run fast, but they're like trying to hold themselves up and then kush comes from behind he's trying to run fast but he's kush so he's probably 120 pounds and six foot three <laughs> and now, there was a, there was one scene where kush is like choking somebody and they get this close and i posted a picture of it on our group where where he's all bug-eyed and they have this camera like right in his fucking face and he looks so fucking weird yeah they do that a couple times and that fucking i that the, the woman with fr the fr you know freddy face yeah, she fucking ran slower than Dolph, man. She looked yeah. so bad running. Well, and, you know what's weird? They, for, I don't know why, but they well, they 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 sped up that that foot chase. It, yeah, because I think it was so slow. 
It looked like Babe Ruth trotting around after a home run. <laughs> <laughs> now, but I will say this, I, and I don't know about you, but I did not find the chick that was supposed to be the model that, that good looking at all. That Sue Lloyd. I mean, I she, she was wasn't. Cute, yeah. She wasn't ugly, but I just didn't. I wasn't sitting there going, "God damn, like Claudia Cardinale yeah. or something like that." But I mean, you get what you can afford. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, Kush he he starts having like a crisis of conscience, and it's funny because he's just like, uh, I can't operate. He's look at my hands. His fucking hands are shaking, and she goes, "Oh, you, you know, operate anyway." <laughs> like, what the fuck, bitch? You think you're gonna look better when he's sitting there? His goddamn <laughs> hands are tremoring like shit. But uh, anyway, do you have a? I mean, I just I just don't want to spoil it because I yeah, yeah, yeah. this is not a well known movie. He, so. he he has a good uh, quote at the beginning: "The more you succeed, the more you fear the failures." And this is kind of like th- that theme kind of plays out through the whole fucking movie. And she, we never when have to say, worry about that on our show. <laughs> yeah, when the more you fail, the more you um, long for success. Um, not even that. <laughs> on the poster for this corruption, it says corruption is not a woman's picture. Uh, I, I, they might be saying that because this is a pretty fucking sexist movie. Uh, poor, poor the poor guy and the fucking just like beast of a woman that just keeps making him do, like do these awful things over and over again. Um, it's it's the power of the poon, man. Power, power of the poon is powerful. He. Uh, he does. He looks about as awkward and out of place at that party as I would yeah. look at that same annoying ass party. <laughs> but he he's he's probably old enough to be all their dad. So, um, was it? let's see. This was sixty eight. Sixty eight. Yeah. See if he, see how old he was. He's probably in his forties. But man, he looked like he was eighty. Yeah. He's just got that drawn face. <clears throat> it it turns into almost like a Frankenstein type story at the beginning before. She like I mean I guess it, it kind of is a twist on it in a way, um, you know the 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 monster being his push for more and more. Yeah. Um, the uh, I didn't really care for the sister. Um, what's her face? What was her name? The not the sister's name, but just the uh, uh, Lynn. Lynn. Dude, so he Lynn, was fucking fifty five. <laughs> fifty five. Yeah. Holy shit! He was born in nineteen. 19- 13. Jesus. He's an old motherfucker. Yeah, he was older than my than my granny. Um the uh, the, uh <laughs> my granny was born in 1900. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma was born in 1917. Um but uh it it was kind of funny them using a laser in this movie. It wasn't even something I knew they used for surgery, but it really all it was was just a light bulb on a like a silver arm because like whenever the light whenever it would move around, it just looked like a light on somebody's face. But um, so the sister Lynn's sister was not great. Um, for whatever reason, he chooses her to like help with the surgery, which was kind of weird. But I th- I was hoping that she was going to vomit in that like in surgical yeah. mask she was wearing because I I could it would look funny if that the mask like ballooned up with her puke in it. <laughs> it's but, heavy. Like, yeah. Heavy <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess my my honestly my biggest complaint of the movie was probably the the soundtrack because it had a they tried to keep the soundtrack kind of like that late '60s jazzy sound, but it was really out of place. Uh. A few times, like the chase scene was okay with the jazz music, but there's a scene where they're 
right after he initially like is successful with her surgery, they're having a dinner. It's uh, Lynn and him and her sister and I guess one of his colleagues. I don't know if Lynn's sister and him were banging or something, but he uh, they're all sitting down to like a dinner and talking about this he's like you have to publish these results or whatever and they're playing this a uh, fucking loud jazz music over the <laughs> over the scene which is really weird and out of place but the the music didn't really fit a lot of it um and it had a couple like uh and it, and again maybe we watched a cut version of it but some kind of like slightly confusing jumps in time uh with the, them going on a trip all of a sudden like people walk through a door and it's been like a week and they've been away on a trip. Like what the hell just happened? I think they were even wearing the same clothes, but um, (laughs) one note I have is Cush gets a handful of titty as he scoots tears. McWhiney into bed. Uh, Tears. McWhiney. (laughs) But yeah, he he was reaching around under her arm and he had a big right handful of tit. That was pretty awesome. Can't beat that. Cush Um, knows what what to do. Yeah, he, he was 55 I mean, at the time. He had a lifetime of experience. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was born in 1913. He's been, he's been getting tits since then. But yeah, that that That's Lynn why his character... face is so drawn. It's from sucking on tit. <laughs> that Lynn character is just so annoying in the movie. Yeah, uh, she fucking, was oh, God. I, I she... wanted to punch her in the stomach. God, I mean, I she goes why. out and... I didn't want to mess her face up because I felt sorry for her, but I'd fucking drill her right in the gut. <laughs> Filled her spine. She wanted to. I mean, she goes out and spends all of his money on fucking surgery and, and photography equipment, uh, fucking dresses and shit. And, and now you'll be my. Uh, now you can be my photographer. Yeah, she does wear some pretty spectacular macho man shades later on in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are pretty awesome. And, uh, and oh, it's <laughs> speaking of awesome clothes, uh, fucking Kush uh, in his cute little. Uh, oh Bryn, my God! His Bryn cap and what his the ascot. What was he thinking? <laughs> his ascot with his polo was he so bad. He doesn't jackass. I, he walked out. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Well, you know what that looked like to me? It, it just looked like uh, an uh, an old dude who was, you know, he was just out of place. I mean, you know, when you see like you see like a uh, 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 an old man and he's got like white shoes on and fucking black. Yeah, well, I shouldn't say that because it'd probably be like what a hipster would wear. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, they just look like wearing a fucking captain's boat hat and a and a ascot and all this shit. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, dude? Can't so you maybe... look at what these fucking people are wearing and at least try and? I mean, I'm not saying you got to conform, but you look like fucking. You look stupid. So I kind of had second thoughts in that scene about his sexuality. So I had this kind of alternate story going where maybe he, he, instead of being like they were in love, maybe he was just her beard. He wanted to graft a cock on her. (laughs) She was just desperate to keep her like gay friend around. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, that's that's about all I got. That seems like you were kind of reaching on that one. Maybe a little bit. Somebody was. uh, (laughs) uh, That's all I have on this one. Um, I, I, let me tell you something about this carnage shit. First of all, I don't like the fact that, that you know, pick a name, stick with it. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> well, I think they, they had it re, it was, it was an independent film in Britain and I think they remarketed it here. So they were trying to think of a different name of it. I saw one Italian poster. Let me find that. Um, that had a different, that had a cool sounding name for it. Um, keep looking or keep talking. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, get into, you know, what, uh, we're scoring or whatever and everything, but you know when I started watching it, I was like, you know, like I said, I, I, now would you consider this a horror movie? 
Yeah, yeah. Like more of a, it's almost more of a thriller, but yeah, yeah. But it's I mean, kind of an old school like horror movie, like, not not yeah. necessarily. I mean, this wasn't uh, like Hammer didn't fucking produce this, did they or anything? No, this is sleazier than Hammer typically yeah. is, which says something. Yeah, but I mean, I I started watching it and I was like, hey, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, it's kind of a basic story and everything, but I mean, it wasn't like a. I, but but you know what? I was just gonna say it did it, it it had some slasher elements in it. You didn't actually see some of that stuff, but it had some it had some gore like where they would, yeah, yeah you know some heads and shit. Well, the, and they and I, apparently in like in in the cut uh, that we did not see when he uh, murders one prostitute, there's actually like bear tits in it and then they actually show him like beheading her to get out her pituitary gland when you said bear tits the first thing i thought of was like a fucking bear <laughs> and not uh, like the, a gay man hairy bear guy but like an actual bear's tits yeah because kush as a gay man is not the ba- not a bear he's a no twink. he's not a bear i don't know what he's he, an old twink he's a weasel <laughs> he'd be like yeah. a fucking weasel the, the name on that poster is le monstre au scalpel so i guess the monster with a scalpel or something i feel sorry for kush though at that party I, was, I, I felt was sorry for him really in the whole fucking movie. Aggravated with that fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, what do you rate this? Um, I'll see. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I would give this a probably about a seven. I yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I gave it a six point seven five. I thought it was fun too. I, I you know I liked it. Uh, Kush uh, is nice and creepy when he needs to be in the cam. The the camera does him favors a few times when he's when he's like when that like you were saying like the veins popping out on his face and uh. he's all sweaty and leaning into the camera with his eyes bulging out. That was it was good. It was a good little movie. Cool. Uh, so solid pick. Check it out. Um, let's uh, let's take a break and we'll talk about a weird one next. Uh, Blue Blood from seventy three. What do you mean weird? Right. I, don't, I don't get it. I don't know. We'll be right back. Okay, and welcome back to another episode of Guess That Riff. With me on the show tonight, my first contestant is Mr. Fred Nurk. Fred, are you ready to guess that riff? I sure am. Okay, here's riff number one. Ah, that's It's a Long Way to the Top by ACDC. Fantastic, Fred! Okay, here's riff number two. Hmm, that one is Eagle Rock by Daddy Cool. Fantastic, you're doing great, Fred. Now, this one's a tricky one. Guess riff number three. Hmm, that one is I Walk the Line by Johnny Cash. Fantastic, Fred! How did you know all those riffs? Well, I listened to Love That Album podcast. That's fantastic. Really? Uh, no. That's what you told me to say, Dad. Max, shh. I told you never to call me Dad during the promo. Go to lovethatalbum.blogspot.com or type in Love That Album, all one word, into iTunes. Listen to Love That Album. It might turn you into a rock geek. Or you might just con your son into making pitiful promos for your podcast.
Alright. <clears throat> Blue Blood. Blue 1973. Blood. Zom. Would you like to synopsize? An unusually nasty... Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> An unusually nasty butler. <laughs> Chase takes over the positions of his degenerate masters by means of witchcraft. <laughs> what? <laughs> directed, eh, directed by Andrew Sinclair, starring the one Oliver Reed and some other people that could have been anybody else because they were in the movie Except with Oliver, Oliver Reed. Except Oliver Reed because he's already in it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Where to start with this one? <laughs> <laughs> now, if this wasn't Oliver Reed, this movie would probably blow. I'll go ahead and say that. <laughs> oh, now come on. This movie might have blown anyway. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> this is an odd one. So this is uh It's an, and, and the, yeah, yeah. It is that odd. synopsis is probably pretty apt. Um it's uh if you if you're if you're the type that likes to see or at least maybe imagine a certain Maybe like Dennis Hopper style too, where you can just imagine that off screen, this person is kind of taken over <laughs> the filming and it's kind of like kind of a bull in a China shop doing whatever he wants. And if you're an Oliver Reed fan and like to see those roles where he's just kind of like, all right, you know what it kind of reminded me of a little bit was that one, uh, that one we did, uh, with, um, Kind of the heist movie. Oh fuck! What was the name of that? Uh, that, t- that it took place mostly in that cottage on the beach. Um, I'm gonna have to remember the name of it. It had Marlon Brando in it. What was the name of that? Marlon Brando. Oh, uh, uh, Night of the Falling Day. Yeah. So the, it, in a way, it reminded <laughs> me of that because I could just imagine you know Brando being out of control on the set of that, and this seemed like the same kind of thing because. Oliver Reed. I can't see Oliver Reed being out of control. <laughs> no, no. He, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah. he might have been drunk half the time that they were filming this. He, I, I could not keep my eyes off him when he was on the screen. He's got this giant fucking mustache in it. Which He's he got, got a giant fucking head. Days. His head is yeah. like a giant pumpkin. It's pumpkin shaped. It's big. And <clears throat> um, he plays a uh, a butler in this in this movie. And uh, this butler is, he works for this, I guess they're aristocratic. I don't know what they are. They obviously come from money. They've been handed this house. It's a guy that lives there primarily. He's got a few kids from apparently different mothers. The moms are rarely there, and he just kind of like has like the bang of the day that is staying in the house at the current, at the current moment. And the mom of like two of the, how many kids? I, 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 I really had a couple. Only, they only okay. They only focus on two of them, but I feel like a few times they showed more than that. Like when the nanny was trying to take care of them. Well, that might have just been pals that came over to the poor kids that came over, and they got to play with the rich kids. <laughs> so well, so the mom of the kids that we see that we get to know, um, she's out doing whatever, but shows back up and she doesn't really care that the husband is there banging this other chick, and she, the, the other chick just kind of hangs around too. Um, so, and, and Oliver Reed is the butler there, and the, you, you got other uh, quote-unquote help that stay at the house who are kind of, uh, I guess I guess they kind of just 
do what they have to do to maintain their jobs there, but really just kind of sit around a lot and drinking wine and smoking weed and, uh, yeah. So, um, and Oliver Reed's kind of the, the, the ringleader of them all. Um, but where, where it comes in, there's some really odd, like moments where of like camera angles and stuff with him. And like, he keeps doing these weird fucking voices. Ugh, and it's not just the it's not just the same one. Sometimes you get the the voice that Zom was doing during the synopsis, but other times it sounds a little more straight. Sometimes, a couple of times, it sounded like he was talking like he had just like inhaled a helium balloon. Yes, yes, <laughs> it was, was really weird. Didn't understand what the fuck he was saying. His accent would change, and I think like when he's walking, like there's a scene where he's walking around like. He's almost walking like a robot, <laughs> and he's making these With weird his arms chirping just sounds. Straight down, like he, they, he, was, like <laughs> he walks stiff. backwards, yeah, and wraps. Up, he like takes out the tennis net. The t- I thought the tennis net was going to go somewhere, and you barely see it at all after that. <laughs> I don't know. It was really like I, th- I feel like he. It was like Oliver Reed was did say, "Okay, I'm going to do this in the scene." The director's like, "Oh, okay, okay, Ollie, okay, Ollie." <laughs> you know, uh, it was really bizarre. Anyway, he probably treated the director. The way that this, the the this, his character in this, Tom, Tom, hello, Tom, yes, uh, my lord. Uh, yeah. He probably treated the director like Tom treated the douchebag fucking uh, matriarch of the family, Jacob yeah, so Jacoby. The, the patriarch of the family just he just sits around talking about his decorations and he wants nothing to do with his kids. So he's Did hired a series. Did you think at of, first that this fucking movie, when I saw the way that he was dressed and everything, I thought this movie was taking place like back in the at least. At at the most, the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, I did. I did too. Because showed up, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, they, well, the the cars are obviously the the one I remember the most is the little kid's toy car. Yeah. That's obviously like a, a mid century or nineteen sixties model type car that it's based on. But his fucking satiny coat with tails on it is a, just a travesty of fact. Well, but <laughs> it's fucking the, awful. The whole place was basically a tourist trap. Yeah, uh, and so he might have dressed like that just because of that. Like he was trying to fit in with the times or whatever. So he's uh, he's kind of he just sits around fucking and getting drunk and having friends over and just living off the wealth that his relatives amassed over the years. And he's planning on passing it down to his kids and his fucking. His kids are little monsters themselves, especially the little boy uh, who just seems like a jerk. But uh, the <laughs> somebody says, sometimes I think children are the real monsters. Is that? Oh, I think Oliver Reed actually says that as he's whipping his palm with a belt. But then it shows this gross kid just bawling with fucking food falling out of his mouth and stuff. But um, he uh, so he 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 hires he's hired and what we learn is a series of nannies who keep leaving for whatever reason and and the one the one we get and I guess in a way this ends up the movie ends up kind of being her story um, is this new German nanny who has come in and um, she is dealing with being overworked and underappreciated by this aristocratic jerk off boss and then on the other side just really being confused about what exactly is going on with Oliver Reed and his gang, <laughs> I guess, of, uh, of help. Um, the, yeah, he tells, like the boss tells her at one point, it's like, I'll look after my guests. You will devote yourself to my offspring. He doesn't even call them the kids. He wants, he wants nothing to do with raising them. 
she only gets a fuck one day off every two weeks, a Thursday, but, and it's even her job to figure out what to do with the kids on her day off. Um, and she just starts breaking down more and more. Um, the, uh, <clears throat> throughout this, as she's dealing with having to keep this job, I think she's sending money home to her family, but you keep getting these flashes and it got a little confusing by the end of what the flashes were. Um, but you get these flashes of, uh, people in this red tinted room. Um, you get a flash of the mother in this black see-through dress and she's kind of in this weird pose with these two women. Um, and she's got this, like she had big tits. She kind of hit them most of the time. But, yeah. But, uh, two was like she, her arms are upstretched, this weird, like almost like ritualistic looking pose. Um, and then the, a lot of the time you see these flashes of Oliver Reed usually wears this, like, uh, you know, the Butler tux type suit thing. But, uh, and he's really fucking pale in this movie. I've noticed he walks into the kitchen at one point and they had, there's white walls in the kitchen. He's like, his skin is almost the exact same color as the fucking walls. But, um, you get these flashes of him wearing this, I really, what you could imagine if he was wearing the stupid devil horns, it was like that old style devil costume is <laughs> what it almost looked like. This like red cloak. And occasionally he'll have like a bloody knife in his hand. And when I say flashes, it's really like two seconds on the screen. Um, and it's usually the woman. And you, I, that's where I was confused about. It. I couldn't tell if it was the nanny having these weird flashes or if, if they were just showed for, for our sake, because by the end of the movie, these flashes become more, of a, of a, of a plot element, but I was a little confused of when and where they happened. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Oliver reads, you get them doing the weird helium voice in the kitchen. That was the first time you hear it. And I feel like, doesn't the woman say something at one point? Like, I can't take you seriously if you keep doing this voice or something. And I, <laughs> I didn't know if that was <laughs> just something that would happen. And maybe they kept it for, I don't know. But, um, the the nanny is the first one that starts to get a sense that things are amiss here and that Oliver Reed is or his character is uh kind of running the show here. She's freaking out and um the kids keep getting these injuries and stuff and um it's the since the since the dad that the the drunk aristocrat dad is uh because he's drunk and stumbling around and stuff all the time, they can kind of blame these injuries on him and he, he, he's kind of helpless to do it. And it's really, uh, maybe, uh, in a way he's almost cuckolded, not by the fact that someone's sleeping with his girl, but just because he's just being just dominated at all times. And he just kind of like accepts it, even though he thinks he's in charge in a way. But, um, you know, in a way that becomes the common theme of these two movies is that, you know, you have a guy who's respectable in a way, and this just like ridiculous force is just for is just keeping him doing these things that maybe he doesn't even realize or want to do. But the movie gets a little more feverish and trippy as it goes along. It's a, it was a little slower paced than I thought it would be, but uh, it's it's just it's just bizarre. Like he 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 starts talking at one point like to uh the mom of the family and at first i didn't even know what the fuck he was talking about he's almost like <laughs> talking gibberish and it's really he's polishing these sil the silver tea set 
And it it becomes, but thanks to this speech, the movie almost becomes like a. And well, there's another scene too that I'll I'll, t- I'll touch on, but the uh, it almost becomes a class warfare type movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you have uh, the the lower class people versus these um, overprivileged rich people, and this scene this scene I kind of I ended up liking at first. I was like, "What the hell is he talking about?" But then he basically is just telling this woman, "This is my house. You just you know, this is my house. This is my silver. You just you just occupy this area. You use that, my shit." That was such an odd shot. Yeah, the, his so the face is like obscured, except yeah, for like maybe half just of, his eyes. Yeah, the top, like the top half of his head. And I thought that was really bizarre because he's one. He's doing another weird voice, and the woman. I think that's when the woman says, "I can't take you seriously doing this voice or something." And he's, but the the way the shot is is set up, it's very low, almost under the table yeah. that he's sitting at, and this tea set is. It's a shadowy just silhouette in the bottom of the screen, and all you see is the top half of his head. I posted it as the header yeah. of our Facebook group if you wanted to see the scene, but it was a really odd choice. I didn't understand what they were trying to do with that, but I did like his his speech there. I thought that I mean maybe I wondered maybe throughout the movie how much like um well I had said something before about like the movie um Amityville horror, and uh-huh. they, you know, it was supposedly based on a true story, and all this and that, and then it comes out later that you know all this demonic shit that was happening in the house, and all this uh, stuff uh, that was kind of uh, uh, not the story of it being real wasn't as effective when you found out that the people that lived in the house were experimenting with like LSD and shit like yeah. that. Which I think, you know, is what was uh, some of the stuff that was going on in this movie. And he was almost like a, uh, I don't know if I would say like a puppet master, but almost like a uh, Charles Manson-esque kind of a guy who's giving everybody this weed and who knows what it's laced with. And, yeah. and he's doing that and manipulating everything, their fears and everything. Uh, like um, when the the one woman one girl you know they, they're they're doing acid and she says oh you'll be okay you know uh, uh it'll be, it'll be a, a a groovy trip because you're in a safe place and nothing can happen and then oliver e comes in and has like this fire hose or something like that and, throws them on, and the guys <laughs> imagine snakes all over him and shit like that so i think he was fucking with everybody but it makes you wonder because well i mean because you they 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 kind of lead you down the path of some kind of uh, demonic or uh, like a witchcraft type thing almost witchcraft like and and uh, um, like almost like the, he might thing. be like the devil or something like that yeah but if you look at it from the 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 whole perspective that he is pretty much getting everybody in there high and like i said he might have been saying hey you know i'll pack this bowl for you or whatever and and they think they're smoking weed but you know who knows if he's put like you know acid in or whatever because obviously there's a lot of people fucking hallucinating which does make it you know for if you can if you look at it just that way as okay i don't believe in any of this other shit then that pretty much kind of explains everything but but if you do want to look at it as a horror movie and that maybe oliver reed is some kind of uh 
warlock or uh, you know Satan or the devil or something like that. Yeah. He's just having fun manipulating all this shit. Then that's kind of a a cool way to look at it, or you know, interesting way to look at it too. But being an atheist, I think that you know, I think they were just getting high. Yeah. <laughs> who was eating the kids? Who? Well, because the kids uh, well, were b- fucking beat I, up. I don't know that because yeah, the one of the kids is bruised and like that something happens to his face and. There, you do see the dad at one point like trip over the bed and fall like into the crib. Well, basically. He, at one point, the, he, the, at the beginning, the dad, uh, they were outside playing. Like when you said, well, the, there was other little kids there playing, and he picked the kid up and just like threw him up and and caught him. But it was really rough. Like you know, God, yeah. damn, I think you have to your own, you know, and take he, a chance of hurting them. And I can't remember. Do they show who tied the kid's arms to the bed? Um. She tied the kid's arms to the bed because remember she said that they were scr- it was scratching its face, which oh, kids yeah. do do that you know when they're little. But you know, I don't know. I think yeah. Oliver Reed was m- trying to. Um, I think that probably the father, in when he was either drunk or high or whatever, had probably done. Th- like hit the kids for making too much noise or was too rough with them and shit like that. Oliver Reed blamed the nanny to just to get rid of her, I think. And, and like he was putting the uh, shit off on her. Well, cause she, yeah, she was not making his plan very easy. Yeah. To... He, wa- he was trying to like seduce her and shit, which I thought and that you, was yeah. funny when they, when uh, the, 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 you know, my lord, my lord was trying to seduce the nanny. Uh, and and she said, you know, I'm here to be a nanny or whatever. And he just turned and he goes, like I would want you anyway. You're just a common woman, and they just basically dresses her down like like she's nothing and <laughs> makes her cry. Now there was one scene in this that I could have done without, which made me kind of want to vomit. Is when uh, my lord's wife uh, was singing that song that nanny Max or whatever the fuck it was. It was like, <laughs> it was such a horrible, just awful. Yeah, it, it, instead of like, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, it was like, you're the sweetest, Nanny Max. You're so beautiful, <laughs> Nanny Max. You take care of the children, Nanny Max. And I'm like, and she's supposed to be this musical, this great music, or this great singer who has this career, you know. And like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the other scene that I was going to mention with him like the showing the the class warfare stuff was the the while the rich guys and his family I mean his friends are having the party in the other room and playing this really stupid game where take a shot of whiskey turn around in a circle and whoever falls down last wins <laughs> like what the fuck is that that's but, a, that looks like a horror hound game to me yeah, yeah. well you got Except the other in, spinning around <laughs> in the kitchen you have all the help smoking smoking pot and then they just start smashing all the rich guys plates and shit and um, it's you, you see the it, they keep contrasting the two scenes together with all the you know the the, yeah. the uh, and I thought that was kind of a neat scene too but this movie really is a mess. How about when Oliver Reed just fucking gets uh, gets a uh, the uh, me lord and just all of a sudden for no reason just grabs in a fucking like stranglehold from behind and <laughs> like a headlock him. like a chin lock yeah. yeah he just like forces him to he, no matter what he say he wasn't going to let him go unless he said uh, you know. Please, Tom, let me go. Please, Tom, please, uh, I'll let you go if you say please. Please, Tom, let the, me go. The, the, the movie is really, it's, it's not quite like 
sleazy or trippy or whatever enough to be like successful for me. Yeah. But it, and like I was saying, if Oliver Reed wasn't in it, this movie would be more of a train wreck than yeah. it is. It's a, it's a weird one, but it's worth seeing if you like Oliver Reed, especially if you're imagining. Well, and that's a good scene when that uh, you mention he's got the dude in a fucking chokehold until he says, "Uncle." He's like, I imagine he's... Oliver Reed will had this fucking whole set in a chin lock, and he probably was uncle. really choking the guy. Um, <laughs> now the two. The two, there was two guys that were you know that that took care of like because they had like a a uh, almost like a a zoo on the grounds and there were two guys that would go out and feed um, the lions and shit and they were kind of there sort of sort of for comedy relief and now those two guys I'm not one hundred percent because I think they did say like he had these two old queens out there doing because and I, and they were gay. Now there was a few times where I thought Oliver Reed, and it was probably just him um, uh, trying to make somebody uneasy or to manipulate the situation, like when he was rubbing the the head of the house's like head and forehead. And I thought, you know, it's like Jesus Christ, are they are they going to start like going at it or what? And uh, there was a couple times where I thought Oliver Reed and and the voice he used a few times where he would be like, "Amen," you know. He he just did this voice that <laughs> sounded like he was trying like be effeminate, but I think it was just him manipulating. I don't think he was. I think he was just trying to manipulate mm-hmm. everything with his big pumpkin head and pancake makeup. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Cool. Do you have anything else to add on it? I think that Oliver Reed would be a very good head butter. <laughs> God, he would obliterate you. Yeah, he's got a jack-o'-lantern for a fucking a jack-o'-lantern with a mustache. So even though you get a little a little bit of tit in this movie and stuff, it just it could have been sleazier if it, it would have, if it was sleazier, it would have been more entertaining for it, or if it more had more of of it was just it lacked focus really. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I think they've got what they could out of Oliver Reed, so um, I'm thankful well, for that. Able to stand up. <laughs> but uh, I give it a I give it a six out of ten. Uh, I would give this one probably a six point five. Uh, well, yeah, it was it was weird enough that I I liked the weirdness of it. Yeah, uh, and um, I I it could have been like I liked the I like what they were trying with the weirdness, but yeah. I think some of the other I think some of the weirdness was more awkwardness in him trying just, to get it to flow. Yeah. yeah, him just fucking trying, just doing all kind of weird shit. But it, that definitely made it entertaining. Like, yeah. I, I think this one also would be one that, now that I've seen it, if I go back and watch it and really just pick apart, like, Oliver Reed's all his weird shit. Because <laughs> you know? when you first watch it, you're just kind of, like, dumbfounded about what, because you're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Plus, you're just kind of like, okay, wait a minute, why the fuck is he talking like that? And it was just kind of it's it's an odd thing. It was it was an odd experiment. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. Ish. Awesome. All right, let's take a break, and we got a little did bit. We of feed re- oh, we already did. Okay. No, I, was, I just for some reason drew a blank and said, and was just going to say, are we going to rate it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we, we just, just did. did. All right, and we got some. Uh, we got a couple karaoke entries. What? Um, some of you might have seen one of them already. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we'll be right back with those. In a world that has a country called England, three cinephiles 
battle weekly against the onslaught of movie releases. They review, dissect, and discuss until each is defeated. Jordan is the host. Ian is the sweary one. And Noel is the grandpa. And together they are the 35mm heroes. Dig it, bitches. I'm counting the cattle. One, two, three, four, five. I'm counting the cattle. This chick is there alive. I'm counting the cattle. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm counting the cattle once again. Well, the first little cow, she went for a climb. She went up the mountain and there was just nine. The little cow went out for a date. This goat, it was wolfy, and then we were it. I'm counting what the, the fuck? cow. One, two, three, four, five. I'm counting Point at you, Alan. <laughs> All right, feed sack. Let's turn that shit off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was that? Um... I need to read one. Let's see if I can get that up here. Jerry Lawler! Lawler. Yeah, I'm going to have to send that your way. It's, it's, it's one of those ones, if you have, like, if you were sick and you actually weren't so sick that you didn't even want to open your eyes, you could just, I was watching it last night, and I just started from the beginning, and I can just watch the whole fucking thing all the way through, because it's cool to have a tape that just follows one storyline from inception all the way to the blow off at the end. You I know? did that with the, um, so people had posted, um, the, the match, uh, build up and everything of, um, slaughter and, yeah, uh, yeah. versus, yeah. And I, I, I edited together all the clips into one thing, um, and put them on YouTube. So they're out, that's out there too. Yeah, that's, it's that, about that, two and a half hours long. Awesome. Um, so we got a got a couple old ones because we uh, one just didn't make the didn't make it quite in time before CDR and I um, recorded and then a couple from last week because I mean, since we didn't record ourselves we didn't do any but mm-hmm. uh, we got one from FX James and my email's fucking up on my computer so I'm gonna have to stretch and read on my maybe I'll pull it up on my phone here so it could be in front of my face FX James the um, You gonna go see the new Thor movie? By the way, um, you know what? I'm not that jazzed about that fucking shit. I um, wasn't jazzed about the first movie, but the, this one looks better. Um, I, I liked the. I don't like. I like the stuff shit. that. Oh uh, well, see, I liked that. The Asgard stuff was what I liked about the first movie. Yeah. All right, FX James, um, or Mister FX. I want him to make a Century movie. Century rules. I don't even know what that is. You don't know who Century is? I don't think so. Oh my god. What is Sentry? He is he, he is or was one of the most polarizing characters that was introduced uh, like a couple of years ago. No, uh, yeah, I haven't been reading in a while, so. Yeah. I did start reading rereading V for Vendetta this week. I wonder why. Yeah, no. Guy Fox. Are you remembering something? Maybe. I remember my shitty job. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, FX. Um, how bitter and enraged our favorite swollen geriatric action hack has become. The crazy thing is, I really like old Sly. Really old Sly. And his incoherent stroke-induced voicemails are as informative as listening to what my ancient dog has to say as he licks his 
as he licks peanut butter off the roof of his toothless mouth. Lol. But just as I was getting ready to hang up my bantering gloves with old Sly, the twisted mouth motherfucker really does the unacceptable. He plants the image in my overactive mind of his mummified mother who was already collecting social security during the Crimean Crimean, Crimean war. Uh, I locked in carnal catastrophe with our favorite cad, Dr. Zom. How in the name of God's asshole are we able to, (laughs) are we to survive such wickedly visual debauchery? I have tried throughout the week to rid myself of the slew of images that followed Sly's sickening suggestion suggestion of Zom hooking up with great, 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 great (laughs) Granny Stallone, and I have failed miserably. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I see uh, poor, helpless little Zom locked in a quivering 69 (laughs) with leather-skid Granny Stallone, and there's not a damn thing he can do about it. Yeah, sure. Sly would be happy that mom's getting a mouthful of meatballs, but what about our good doctor's mouth? Look at where the hell that's located. <laughs> let's get gross. Uh, let's get us let, let us now paint the image of great Granny Stallone's box, for it is unfair that I must endure this madness alone. I see it as something from the pages of a Clive Barker short story, one written when he was feeling particularly disgusted with the world. Granny's box is alive, but not as we commonly define life. It, it would be exceedingly gray in color, with the ragged feminine flaps hanging wetly about the good doctor's chops like the <laughs> like the soiled opening to a portable outhouse during the Civil War. This <laughs> email's yeah, just gone too far. Uh, and the flaps would end in tiny little hooks, so our doctor had no chance whatsoever of escape. This would leave our doctor with his unprotected mug buried in the opening to a hole that would be lucky if it smelled as good as two-week-old flayed whale blubber stewed in donkey excrement in the back of a sloppy plumber's van. (laughs) Sly's not going to like this email at all. I don't know. I don't Don't know. know. That's his his fucking... uh, That is his mom we're talking about. (laughs) And as our doctor writhed in agony, having to inhale an odor not witnessed since the cleanup campaign of Auschwitz with the oven doors all left open, Jesus, his hands would be, (laughs) his hands would undoubtedly fall upon the sheets of naked, crusty flesh, pinning him to the floor. Great Granny Stallone's ass would surely feel like a canvas sack full of heated leftovers from Chaz Bono's surgeries. My God, and this is just the very... Uh, first stuff that came to mind. I haven't even gone into taste yet. <laughs> See what you've done, Sly? Jesus Christ, man. Think of the good doctor. Think of the three listeners to Silva and Gold who can actually decipher what the fuck you're ever talking about, uh, the four listeners we even have, and now must live with a similar image in mind. The cons- uh, the cons- this constitutes cruel and unusual punishment, sir, and I will have my say. Sadly yours, Mr. FX. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed that, that one. That was socked week. up, man. But what it's good hell? you were here for that one. I'm glad I saved it. Christ <laughs> almighty. All right. So, uh, Sly, sorry about that. But um, That wasn't Sly, me, Sly. That was fucking What's-His-Face. That was What's-His-Face, yes. Um, let's see. We'll play, uh, we'll play one feed sack here. Here we go. Yo, what's up? It's the Cinemascus Justin calling in. I decided I'd uh, give my thoughts on Gallo Walker since I <laughs> somewhat recommended it. Uh, by that, I mean mm. when you were asking for suggestions, I knew it had Wesley Snipes and it had an action horror vibe, but I hadn't actually seen the film. Uh, but I just finished it so I could play along, and I actually kind of thought it was all right. Decent. It's not great, 
I had issues with uh, some of the pacing, you know, sagging spots, and they could have uh, edited it a bit better. All the flashbacks and that, and it's a little flimsy. Um, but I thought Smites was solid in the lead. I could have done without his pretty boy sidekick uh, and a kid, but uh, <laughs> there's a lot of blood in here. Uh, it looks like they used uh, squids and uh, didn't look like there was much CGI blood, if any. Uh, and if it was, they did a really good job of covering that up. Uh, I really like the atmosphere and the setting. Uh, I always kind of love, like, this, just what I love about Westerns most, just that uh, long draw of just dirt, sand, dust, and, you know, just looks very dry and uh, very hot. And I could think of how uh, hot Snipes had to have been in that, uh, the black leather, and oof, it had to be burning up. But, uh, you know, well, well, that depends. Some of those uh, deserts, they can actually get really cold when it gets really fucking windy. And uh, I thought the main villain, he was, uh, you know, he was fine enough. He, he had some charisma, some scenery chilling. I loved the uh, the look he had, kind of almost like a, uh, a pseudo Freddy Krueger kind of skin tone going to him until he uh, started chopping, slicing off faces and uh, wore as his own, kind of Ed Geenish Leatherface style. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I dug it. I hope you guys did too. I know, uh, I haven't listened to the episode yet, but I know, uh, CDR is covering in for Zomis. He, I believe, is hanging out with, uh, Jake McLeod's shoes and Nurse Cinderella Poo. But, uh, I kind of hope he just want to watch it. Please, I'll, I'll give it a watch. But, you know, he likes the snipes, and I think he'd be alright with this. And, uh, hey, I love CDR, so I'm curious to see what, uh, he thought, and of course, Loaf. So, I hope you guys didn't mind it. Uh, I personally didn't. Uh, if you did, uh, play Canada. Just because. Right. Adios. Adios. Well, that's Wait, the other. That? That's the other thing. Yeah, that's out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Oh, goddamn. Let me play. Yeah, before I get to karaoke songs, let's do one more, Justin, and then we'll be yeah. ready for karaoke. Yo, it's the Cinemastiff calling live from Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. I've been on a two-week business trip, and I've been here a few days, and uh, I kind of regret this business trip. Well, I don't regret it because I am going to get to see good friends of the show. We're just good friends in general, Coop and Taney. Yeah. Uh, Taney just being on a recent episode. Uh, but the actual business portion of this sucks. They really screwed me over when I came in on Saturday. They didn't have my hotel ready. I had to pay for my own. Had to, uh, the hotel they had me up at is like 45 minutes to an hour away from where I'm working. It's fucking stupid. And the person on social training decided to quit. It's a long story, uh, kind of a miserable few days. I'm finally getting into a, you know, good groove. I guess some Coop and Candy tonight, which will make it better. But what really made it nice is there's a big lot right next to my hotel. Yeah. So, and a big well. Nice. So, uh, the good well, we got a couple of states, but the only one of them for this show is a Dolphin Lundgren action flip called Stormcatcher. Uh, once I take it over to Coop's, I probably can't watch it because I don't have a VHS player in my hotel room because it's 2013, so I have to wait until I get home. What? But what I will get is I got some big luck and I will be re-watching VHS. Uh, in a few days or if not tonight because, uh, you know, this is going to get me out of my funk is Tango and Cash, motherfuckers. Yeah. Stallone and action. And maybe while I'm down here, uh, I'll go check out Escape Plan with Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, and one more thing before I go to my hotel. Apparently, there's a deserted uh, hot dog joint called Big Daddy O's Dogs, Wings, and Awesome... <laughs> okay, there's no BB, so it's just an awesome Q. Uh, it looks really shady. Uh, obviously, it's closed and boarded up, but uh, I'm sure somebody's getting raped in there right now by Big Daddy O. Oh. So, I'm going to go back to my hotel <laughs> room. Uh, you know... 
prepare to see uh, Kupintani, and uh, hopefully the rest of this trip gets a little bit better, because Berkshire Gates said, okay, Berkshire, and I'm not happy with my company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey, I guess that could be, it could be worse. We're looking at Apple, right? <laughs> uh, wait, All right, what? guys. And uh, as far as the central <laughs> competitions, you probably asked why I haven't set one in. Uh, I'll see if I can get something while I'm uh, down here. Uh, so the last time I tried to record something, like off. musical wise He didn't call back either. So, maybe we'll be getting a... We'll be, get, we'll be getting a thang from Justin. Um, thank you, Justin, again. Uh, I haven't he heard... I haven't sleeping with Tanny and Coop? No, he's staying in a hotel, but um, he's... Yeah. yeah. Um, hanging with them. I, I, he posted an image. They were watching something. Um, <laughs> it'd be funny if he posted an image, and it was like of Justin, like in a David Carradine death gasp as he's hanging with them. <laughs> Out erotic asphyxia. That'd be funny. The, he, he I haven't heard of that Apple. So yeah, fuck him. I haven't heard that. Uh, I haven't heard of that Dolph movie, Stormcatcher. I bet it's terrible. No, oh, if it was anything like that one about the fucking zombies, man. Oh God, that was awful. Storm Catcher. Let's see what that is. There's a new uh, Storm Catcher. Is that what he said? There was a new um, JCVD come movie in the works. Mm. Um, a let me find the name of this. Well, let me tell you um, something. They just started working on the new Yuri fucking Bleka movie. Nice. Yes. And Stormcatcher is from 1999. A renegade general plots a uh, plots to bomb Washington after a new top secret jet called Stormcatcher. Whatever. Okay, so it's a new, um, it's a new Peter Hyams movie. Mm, I like him. The dad of the guy that did the last two, um, yeah, uh, Universal Soldier, Universal Soldier movies. Um, it's called Enemies Closer. It does have Orlando Jones, but it's a new Jean Claude movie. Uh, deep within a forest on the U.S. Canadian border, two sworn enemies must work together to escape a ruthless drug cartel hell bent on retrieving a drug shipment which went missing there. What's up with Van Damme's hair? And I think it might be like direct to video or something. I don't know. He's a little frizzy in the movie. Oh, but, it looks uh, weird. It, it looks like it was filmed in East, East, Eastern Europe. So. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Um, and I'll figure out what that Dolph movie is. What the hell is that? That's the one it's, I just told you from 19. Is that really a? It's 1999. Yeah. Dolph movie. Oh. It's not it's 2013. Pretty old. I think I have about? that one. I think I have that one. Let me see. No, he's not in a movie called Stormcatcher. Stormcatcher, nineteen ninety nine. I know Dolph there is Lundgren. a one called Stormcatcher, but <laughs> what the hell did he buy? Did he, Dolph wasn't in a movie called Stormcatcher in ninety nine. I'm looking right at it. Oh, Stormcatcher! Oh, Major Jack Holloway. There it is. Yikes! That looks terrible. For fucking please <laughs> sake! I think I've seen it, and it's nice. not that bad. Oh, okay. He's slow. Oh, but I mean, that's nineteen ninety nine, and he was slow. All right, we got I, uh, another feed. That one. This that one has the hol- uh, holograph cover, which is the only reason I bought it. <laughs> nice. I have a holograph cover with uh, for a uh, for one of the Stagall movies. Yeah, it takes place in Japan. Van Damme one, the one we reviewed about the bus. With uh, the, oh yeah, yeah. I like those right. covers. They catch your eye. They make me want to buy. <laughs> Best buy or big lot style. Oh All no, right. uh, fucking what's that uh, shithole? That's a uh, blockbuster. I need to get over there right now. The the prices aren't real super low yet, but once they start getting picked through, it'll go down. Yeah, we got. I think we have a couple still near here. It's like mm-hmm. ten to thirty percent off right now. We need to get uh, it down below fifty. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Here, and that and, and everybody's gonna buy up all the like 
popular shitty stuff now and the, all the all the random shit that nobody wants. Yeah, like like that's how I got stuff. last last Temptation of Christ Criterion. I got it for like five bucks at a big at a best. God damn it! At a blockbuster closing. What was the last Temptation of Christ? Like a fucking pumpkin roll. <laughs> yes. No. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was. I won't, I won't spoil it. Okay. All right. I've seen it. I got it on VHS. Feed sack. Hey, you guys, you know, Zob wasn't there last week, but you had my other pal on this show, VCR. Yeah, I love to hear VCR. It's great that, you know, if Zob isn't around, you can get another guy that loves Sly as much as Zob does, you know. It's great to hear him. You know, it'd be better if you talked about some of my movies, so I'd love to... Heard you both talk about my muscles and fucking babes and tattoos and all that shit. Yeah, that would be great. But yeah, good times, man. Good times. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I just wanted to say, people out there, if you have not joined the Silver Gold Facebook group yet, you are missing out on the greatest karaoke video of all time. Yeah, that's right. Sly has made a video... The, this karaoke entry and it's fucking great you know you know what what these you know what this lie like to do i like to work out i like to work out a lot you know what what about my rocky movies you know all my rocky movies they got a lot of scenes of me just working out you know people love to see that shit so that's what my video is you know you see my my big muscles, my fucking veins, my tattoos, you see everything, you know, I'm working out, His doing push-ups, awesome. sit-ups, fucking standing and punching and fucking doing all that shit, it's great, <laughs> you fucking love it, you know, there's been a lot of talk from people on the, uh, on the group that say, no oh, man, I can't fucking, I can't compete with this, well, you know what I say? What? What I say is, grow some fucking balls, Yeah! Know? You will see Rocky IV, you know, at the start of that movie. The fucking big Russian man, my pal Dolph, Ivan Drago. He fucking demolishes Apollo Creed in front of my fucking face, you know. And I'm Rocky, and I'm like, whoa, he's demolished my pal, you know. But what do I do? I fucking get my ass over to Russia in the snow. I grow a big fucking beautiful beard. And I'm fucking training with logs and fucking snow and the people. And I'm getting pumped. And I'm getting bigger muscles. And you know what? I fucking, I fucking have a fight with that fucking Russian creep. You know, this fucking meatball that killed my friend. And I fucking beat him up. I beat him up good because I'm sly. You know, I'm the fucking best. And you people out there, you need to get into the mindset of sly and Rocky Four. You know, you can fucking... Push yourself to the fucking <laughs> absolute limits of your ability. Like you know, Four you now. will achieve fucking greatness. You know, you might even do something that's almost as good as what I've done. You know, you can fucking, you can get there. So, yeah, use that as your inspiration. Come on, everybody. Fucking, this fucking song, you know. Anyway, I think I got it out. But, you know, I said fucking... These guys, the MP3 of my songs, so you could at least will be hear playing it next. get a picture in your mind of what Sly looks like working out, you know? And if you've not joined the Facebook group, fucking do that and watch that video. <laughs> you fucking love that shit. Ugh! <laughs> Ugh! <laughs> Pumps! Huh? Yes! All right, now we're going to play now Sly's entry 
into, maybe I should play Bernie's first. No, we'll go right into Sly. Here we go. God, I remember that. <laughs> so go karaoke, this is my dream. The greatest one of all time is to talk about me. Working up for 18 hours, it's worth the pain. When I see my muscles and my throbbing <laughs> veins. But my life isn't just about looking mighty fine. People say my movies are the greatest of all time. It's silver and gold. This is the best alone. I've got the body of a 20-year-old. Body of a 20-year-old. It's silver and gold. This is the best alone. I've got the body of a 20-year-old. This one's for the scumbags. They say they dislike slime. There's one thing they've forgotten. I'm the greatest of all time. Me and Steve from walking out. Sweat soaking our muscles. Then get back to acting. Together in Expendables. Tattoos, veins, and muscles are the key to my success. Everyone loves my body, which means I'm never dressed. It's never gold. This is the best the body of a 20-year-old, body of a 20-year-old, it's still in gold. It's the end of us alone. I got the body of a 20-year-old. Yeah, feeling good. My dick is big, so my ass is more than just a gland. Just because it's very long doesn't mean me dick is wrong. It's Rambo, I like to kill a rocky punching it. Escape last name was the two, but movie man changed it. Started my basement getting ripped. My head and my underpants, I'm stripped. 100% by blood and spit. 100% gonna be a big hit. Silver gold, this is the best alone. Got the body of a 20 year old. Body of a 20 year old. It's silver gold. This is the best alone. I got the body of a 20 year old. Yeah. Silver gold. Sly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, feel that fuck. Come on, work out with Sly. Work it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, one more. Come on, just one. Sly wants you to do it. You can do it. You can do it. Push it. Push it. One more. That's it. Uh, uh, yeah. Come on, keep it up. Keep it up. Sly's doing it. So can you. Hey, Silver, go. This is the best alone. I've got the body of a 20-year-old. Body of a 20-year-old. It's silver and gold. This is the best alone. I've got the body of a 20-year-old. Body of a 20-year-old. Yeah, silver and gold. It's lie. Nice. Nice job. And... And interestingly enough, Zom also has the body of a 20-year-old, although his is stuffed in the basement. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? 
<laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, da, da, da. I'm going to play this bizarre entry, if I can find it real quick, uh, before I play one more. Um, this one came from a, a time machine, I think. <laughs> Somebody's jumped in Dr. Doom's time machine. Um, sex man of YouTube fame sent us an entry. And uh, he messes up a little bit, but I'm going to see if I can get this to play here. He's looking like he has some trouble with his teeth. So. good one so body of a 20 year old (laughs) stuffed in my basement god damn that's fucking the sly version is sticking in my fucking head i know i sang it for a week after i saw (laughs) that shit all right one more here let's see gotta get back to this and this and bernie sent us one yeah here we go Hey, Silver and Gold, this uh, is your pal Bernie Sticky here. Wait a minute, I thought that was Jason uh, This is probably pointless, considering <laughs> Sly's epic masterpiece that we're all just totally in awe of. But, um, do you know what? I just got to sing. That's, that's the spirit, sir. At some point soon. Come on! Yeah! <laughs> All right, does she walk? Does she talk? Does she come complete? My homeroom, homeroom angel always pulled me from my seat. She was pure like snowflakes, no one could ever stain. The memory of my angel could never cause me pain. Years go by, I'm looking through a girly magazine. <laughs> and there's my homeroom angel on the pages in between. Oh, yeah. My blood runs cold, and my memory has just been sold. My angel is a centerfold, my blood runs cold, my memory has just been sold. <laughs> well, alright, my angel is a centerfold. Slip me notes under the desk while I was thinking about her dress. I was shy, I turned away before she caught my eye. I was shaking in my shoes whenever she flashed those baby blues. So <laughs> yeah. had a hold on me when Angel passed close by. Those soft fuzzy sweaters too magical to touch. Yeah. To see her in that negligee, really just too much. My blood runs cold, my memory has just been sold. My Angel is a centerfold. That's right, my blood runs cold. 
and my memory has just been sold. Oh yeah, Angel is a centerfold. Na 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 yeah, now listen, it's okay, I understand, this ain't no never-never land. <laughs> I hope that's when the issue's gone, <laughs> I see you when your clothes are on. Take car, oh, yes we will, we'll drive your car and drive it. Take it to a motel room and take them off in private. Yeah. Part of me has just been ripped, the pages from my mind are stripped. Oh yeah, I can't deny it, oh baby, I guess I gotta buy it, my... It does, my memory has just been sold. Oh, right, my angel is a centerfold, my blood runs cold. My memory has just been sold. Well, all right, my angel is a centerfold. Na 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 one, two, Yo, three, we got more. Four, five, six. La da da na 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 na. She was in a porno magazine. I was I was beating myself, looking at those pictures. Turn the page. There she was. It was awesome. Oh baby. Oh yeah, my blood runs cold, my memory has just been sold. Cause my angel is the centerfold, my blood runs cold, and my memory has just been sold. That dirty mm-hmm. slut is a centerfold. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the fuzzy... he, had, he had to go too far right at the end. So. Oh, he ruined, no. That was very, very good, good sir. Night. I love you. Very good, sir. Hey. Nice, nice. Um... The the fuzzy sweater line in that totally makes me think of that movie Mischief that we reviewed when he oh, grabs yeah. Kelly Ooh. Preston's tit through that sweater. Kelly Preston. Oh, God, I'm looking at the cover of that now. With her <laughs> awesome. Well, we got some good entries this time. I hope uh, I hope we get some more. I want to see I want to see or hear from Paul and Bad James fun. needs I mean, to send you know, us something. We're not just doing it to get fucking people to call. They're, it's fun. Don't you want to have fun, people? Stop hating fun. Justin needs to send. He'll send one in. Hopefully, yeah. Mikey needs um, to send one in. Mikey, Mike, has Mikey ever entered one of our? Yes, that's right. And then Will, Will sent one in too before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys for those. That was a lot of fun. I was dancing there. Sammy will drive down the road and fucking sing to himself, and people think he's like fucking some kind of weirdo, but he won't call <laughs> and sing it for us. <laughs> wow. <sighs> so. Awesome, thank you guys. Um, so for next week, uh, we're gonna we wanted to do. I, I was in the mood to see a uh, a slow moving zombie movie. Um, so uh, we're gonna do World I, War Z. We World War Z is fast. Oh. Those are fast zombies. I want slow zombies. Uh. Um, so we I'm gonna we're just gonna do a a, a flesh eaters double feature next week. Um, we're going to cover. Uh, we're gonna do the Beyond. Lucio Fulci's the Beyond. Zom's never seen it. I've been really wanting to revisit it, and it does have zombies in it. So we're gonna do the Beyond, and then we're gonna team pair it up with a uh, with a cannibal movie, one that neither one of us had seen. Uh-huh. Um, we are both fans of Cannibal Holocaust, but we're gonna see the uh, 
probably <laughs> not as good, but <laughs> maybe uh, trashier. Cannibal Fear Ox. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. But maybe we'll figure it out. Yeah. Or probably not. Um, so Cannibal Fear Ox and The Beyond for next week. A couple of Italian, uh, Italian flesh-eating movies. Um, <clears throat> you can always send us feed sack or... Centerfold Karaoke Entries 2, 206-339-1600 or silvergoldpodcast at gmail.com. Um, find us on iTunes, find us on Stitcher, and find us on our website at silvaandgold.com. And join our group on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash silvaandgold. Um, so yeah, that's about it for us this week. Um, and I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Dom, do you have anything else, sir? Do you have to work tonight? Yeah. No, oh, that sucks. Why don't you go get some sleep? I'm going to try. If I can, I guess I'll just fucking uh, suffer the consequence. We got to get the show out. Fuck, I mean, it's been too damn long. We need to I know. get some show and do some show. Well, this will be out Sunday, so no normal time. We we still haven't missed a time. We, it's just we, you haven't we yeah. have, you haven't heard your voice for a couple of weeks, so you're well, probably fiending. Shit's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's just going to happen. It's the way it is. But we have we have uh backup like we got we have people that have our backs like no other yes yes i and we really appreciate it again guys and um for any other in the works people doing bonus episodes for us or anything like that again we appreciate it ahead of time so boner episodes boner we uh and and wendy and uh um morris were talking about doing a, a double feature what? for us too so yeah i'll let you know yeah cool uh we got uh cannibal Ferox and the beyond for next week uh, zom do you have anything else no nah, i'm good to go without a word to say all right, let's go spit on some turd cutters. Until next time, <laughs> this is Loaf. Oot. It's on. Bye. <laughs>